Welcome to the Traveling Image Makers Podcast, your source of inspiration about travel photography. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride as we bring you on a tour around the world with our guests. Hello and welcome to the Traveling Image Makers podcast, episode 172. The guest for this week's episode is a longtime friend of us, Darlene Hildebrandt. She has been uh, on the show a couple of times already. I interviewed Darlene a couple years ago and uh, she expressed the intention of coming to Venice uh, for the carnival, for the workshop I lead there every year. But somehow uh, things got in the way. She wasn't able to make it until two years later. But finally, uh, she came to Venice uh, just uh, last week, actually. And uh, we had a great time there. So we decided that we should uh, do another interview for the podcast. Uh, This time we recorded the interview in the middle of a busy square in Venice. So even though it was 7 a.m., there was quite a lot of people around. So uh, I hope you will forgive us that the the audio quality is not perfect. There's quite some background noise also. It was quite windy, but I think it's still uh, intelligible. So I hope you will appreciate uh, what Darlene has to say about her experience visiting Venice for the first time and attending that great event that is the Carnival there. We also recorded the video together with the audio. So if you want to see two people sitting in the freezing cold of Venice in February and talking about photography, then you can find it uh, at the post for this episode at ttim.photo slash 172. And now let's enjoy my conversation with Darlene Hildebrandt. So welcome everyone to a special episode of the Traveling Image Makers podcast with your host, Hugo Che. Uh, this is a special episode uh, recorded from the road, or maybe we should say from the canal, because we are uh, here in Venice. And I'm here with my guest today, Darlene Hildebrandt. Say Hello. hi, Darlene. Hi. It's also a special video episode. Uh, if you are listening to it on the, um, on the podcast, just the audio, and you want to, to watch us, see how we look like, you can go to the website where it, there will be a full video and just as a reminder, the website is ttim.photo as always. So, Darlene, welcome to Venice. Or actually, well, we've been here a, a, a week. week, so it's been <laughs> your welcome uh, has already uh, been extended to a week. This is your going to be your ne- last day in Venice. Yes, uh, it's it's bittersweet. It's been a great week. Uh, we've seen a lot of things. We photographed a lot of things. It's a little bit chilly this morning, so we have. Some covered up, uh, the fog rolled in, so that was kind of uh, cool to see. Uh, it's been a great experience. So, yeah, it's chilly because it's February, of course, and why would you come to Venice in February? It's because of the carnival, of course, right? Yes. Uh, you can come to Venice any time of the year, but the reason, main reason for you was to, to come for the carnival. And I remember we talked about you coming here when was that, like more than two ago. years ago, right? Years ago. That, that was, yeah. A few things happened. Do you want to? Recall what happened? I broke my foot, I think, at yeah. one point. In Colombia, right. <laughs> broke my foot in Colombia, so uh, that was out for a little while, and then I had other things uh, conflicting the schedule, and it just lined up this year for me to be here, and uh, uh, thank you for inviting me to come for the workshop and to help you out. We had some great students this week, and um, I would love to do it again. This was great. Yeah, thanks for coming, of course. Um, 
So it was your first time in Venice? First time in Venice. No, I've been to I've been to Rome before, but Venice Carnival in particular was on my bucket list. So check that off. Check that off. Uh, is it been what you expected? Tell us, tell us something that you did not expect, maybe about the Venice Carnival or Venice in general. I did not expect so many photographers. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, kind of like Pushkar in India. We went to Pushkar to photograph the camel herders early in the morning, and it was kind of like that here. You know, it's like the camel herders here. <laughs> it's like there was probably at some point three times as many photographers as there was masked characters, and. Uh, i mean, if you're coming to Carnival to and you're you're want to photograph it, um, I recommend you you kind of have to be a little bit aggressive to get the picture. But I recommend just have patience. You know, the characters pose for you and they know how to make um, nice pictures, so they know where to go and where to stand at which kinds of uh, times of the day. Uh, so just wait your turn. I've seen a lot of pushy, pushy, really rude photographers this week. So don't be that person. Don't be that person. So like Pushkar, but uh, minus the, the, the dust. I and the camels. <laughs> the camels. <laughs> minus the camels. Uh, were you expecting to see those uh, so much elaborate costumes? I mean, I mean, some of those outfits are really incredible. I've seen, I've seen your photos before, and I've seen other people's photos before of the carnival, and I, I knew they were elaborate, but it was over the top. Like, some of them are, they have lights built in, they've got moving parts, they, like, w one lady has a hat that weighs six kilograms, and she walks around with this thing all day, and um, it's amazing. They wear these things all day, they wear the mask, they can't eat, they can't drink, and they just walk around in this costume all day but they obviously love it because they keep doing it they must love it i mean i've, I've known some people who have been coming to the, the carnival for i don't know that couple we met they said 30, 30 or some 30, years. 30 some years so yeah. that's they've been doing it they started as photographers yeah they said they came here to photograph the the masks and then they they started loving it and they said the next year the following year they came with a little mask and then it's been growing more and more elaborate and lots of people from france wearing the masks so if you speak some french i have a little bit of french that will help you yeah it helps speak a little bit of french a little bit of italian here uh, lots of germans as well communication sometimes is not easy because some people are speaking maybe just french or italian and they wear a mask so the, the voice is muffled hard to understand. it's hard to understand but, uh, we get by with gestures it's, go there come please i want to take your photo and those kind of gestures always help Uh, I did some shoot this morning. Um, uh, we're in St. Mark's Square, so it's San Marco, and uh, over just over there, all the uh, gondolas bobbing in the water, the iconic shot. And if you come at sunrise, uh, before sunrise for a blue hour, that's kind of the iconic shot. So that's what I wanted to get this morning. I've got the mash character on the dock, and I lit them with the flash from the side. I was kind of annoying some other photographers this morning with my. Uh, running off the camera flash <laughs> but I got the shot I wanted this morning uh, in terms of equipment what did you bring here uh, I have my Fuji X-T3 and my go-to travel lens 18 to 135 that's that's what I carry all the time uh, I also have 35 1.4 which is great for low light shooting without a tripod I use that a lot 
Um, I also brought a lens baby, which was kind of fun to play with because um, you see a lot of shots of characters in the carnival, so I wanted to do something different. And I was very excited to get my X-T1, my old X-T1, converted to infrared, and I brought that with me for the first time. And I took some shots of several of the characters, and uh, I posted some on Facebook, and she liked it, so that's good. Yeah, my, my main recommendation, if you want to come here for the carnival, is to, to travel light, essentially. Uh, you said the 18 135 is a great lens. Of course, you can also use a, a prime, which helps in when it's dark and so on, but... I've seen people, and I made this mistake myself, come here with uh, big backpacks, uh, two cameras, three lenses, 7200 left to yeah. and it just slows you down. And events are happening all over the city, and there's not a lot of transportation in the city. I mean, there are no cars, there are no buses, there are no bicycles, so uh, you can only move on your feet or by water. And when you have to walk a kilometer or two and you have a big backpack, then it starts over the bridges yeah, over the, you, you go Venice is flat but there are many bridges so every time you want to go from point A to point B you probably have to cross uh, half a dozen bridges and at the end of the day you'll, you'll feel tired and you will feel grumpy and you don't want to do it anymore so if you, if you come here my main recommendation is travel light and this is a recommendation that I don't always follow myself. <laughs> Sometimes I bring too much. And uh, what did you bring this year? Uh, Something special. Yeah, yeah. This year I brought uh, my new, uh, new slash old four by five view camera, my new toy that I, I got it recently. Started experimenting with with film, especially large format film, and I thought that kind of a, a old time vintage look the whole setup would have worked well with some of the characters here in Venice I mean they um, there are generally two type of uh, costumes that you can find here There's the one completely fantasy and especially this is the costumes that people uh, sue themselves they have uh, they generally have a mask and they have dresses that don't represent anything I saw squids yesterday yeah well we squids. see squids and other <laughs> and then there are more historical Batman costumes Batman this morning Batman. Ah, Batman. Yeah, well, there's also some cosplayers, right? But there are also some historical costumes. There were some that we saw in uh, from the 1800s, from the beginning of the 1900s, and so on. So, Marie uh, the big hair. That that works great, I think, with film to to get some uh, old time look. Uh, hope I got something interesting there. I don't know. I still have to develop the film when I get home and we'll see what I got. And you wore the costume of the old time photographer. Uh, I, I was yeah. I was I dressed up myself with a, a vest and a bow tie. And, Looking like uh, 1910s, 1920s photographers. <laughs> so uh, I happened to be photographed myself instead of photographing other people. That was that was fun. That's also part of the the being here. I mean, uh, a lot of people are very uh, focused, committed on getting photos, getting photos, and they don't think of anything else. But but I think it's a fun event. And over the years, personally, I've made friendship with many of the people who come here. We meet up, we go for drinks, we go for coffees, and just have fun chatting and sometimes we don't even take photos because we've known each other for years and uh, it's a fun event that's a good point because uh, I've met other photographers in different places of the world like Pushkar I mentioned um, I met uh, Australian photographer Malcolm uh, he does photo tours as well and he was doing a tour and I was doing a tour and we just met in Pushkar we were staying at the same hotel and we stayed in touch and uh, he actually 
connected me to uh, help me set up my Cuba tour because he does Cuba tour. And then he was in Cuba at the same time as, uh, as I was, so we met up again. So it's, I, I've met other people in other countries as well. And it's great to stay in touch. I feel like I have these international photography friends, like Ugo. Yeah, it's uh, it's good to have these uh, these friendships. And this is a place, as Darlin said, right this morning there were some masks, many of them probably, uh, probably more in the in the previous days, and a ton of photographers. There's uh, like a ratio of three photographers to one. Oh, and maybe that, even more. <laughs> that doesn't mean you cannot. You always have to go to a place that is overrun by photographers. There are, there are opportunities if you know where to go to uh, be a qu- more, to be quieter, to be in a quieter place, to have more time with, with a specific model. With a, that, that experience coming back from Burano, right? You remember? Mm. We, yes, we we, uh, so I had a serendipitous experience because we took the boat to Burano, which is this beautiful, colorful island where they make the lace. And we spent a couple of hours there, but when we were walking to get on the boat, we walked past this kind of this building that was falling down and had these two archways and the light coming through was beautiful. And I remember thinking, oh, wow, I think I even said it out loud. I would love to have a couple of masked characters right there and photograph them right there in that spot. And then when we were coming back from Burano, there was this French couple and their friends and this other lady, the French couple was dressed like birds. And I photographed them uh, some, another time. And so we were on the boat together, we're walking, and we're walking past that spot. We'd already taken photos of them on a bridge. And the bird, the man who is the bird, says to me, oh, will you take my picture here? And it happened to be the exact spot that I had seen in the morning and I wanted to take a picture of. So I got to make a picture of them in that spot. And it was perfect. And we just happened to be walking with them. Yeah, and essentially we were, it was just our group. Yeah. Then yeah. some people went by with a cell phone behind, behind our backs. They took some photos. So it's, uh, it's still possible to, to find some quiet corners. Uh, aside from the carnival, uh, what else did you discover in Venice? They have some unique food items here. Uh, I had some biguli last night for dinner with sardines and onions, which is a typical Venetian dish, apparently. It was interesting. (laughs) It was very salty. Um, We've also had the, what is the chicolate, how do you say the little appetizers? The chicchetti. Chicchetti, we had those. Um, Chicchetti are like tapas. It's like a tapas. Venetian version of tapas. Or maybe tapas are the Spanish version of chicchetti. Maybe, maybe. Um, with the toast with different things on top, uh, creamed cod was very good, uh, Venetian sausage, um, the spritz drink, spritz. cocktail, so bright orange, uh, gotta have that, and I'm starting to get used to espresso, uh, I like the concept of, you know, you if you need to use the toilet, you can use the public toilet and pay like one euro or one and a half euros, or you can pay one and a half euros, get an espresso, get your boost of caffeine, use the toilet, and then off you go. That's my, my recommendation to people when they ask me for a toilet. Just go to a bar. Ask <laughs> Coffee. For, don't go to a bar and ask to use the toilet uh, without buying anything, but just buy an espresso. At the, at the bar, it will be between one, one euro fifty, depending on the place. And, uh, and there you go. You get your toilet and your espresso. And my recommendation would be to come to Venice to do the carnival with Ugo, because... Of the private things that you mentioned, you know, like the the models, we had some privately organized photo shoots. Uh, we did uh, some shoots at night with the flash, uh, and you bring all the gear with the soft box and everything. 
and I brought a whole bunch of light painting stuff and um, thank you to Jason from light painting brushes because he gave me a bunch of things to try out so uh, we did some light painting with a couple that uh, had some really interesting costumes and uh, another serendipitous thing some people were going by as lady from Germany and her friend had these costumes all black with these lights on and we said oh your costumes are perfect get in the Ugo's idea get in the picture and uh, they got in the picture and then she started to get into the idea of the light painting and she said well what if I you know dance through the picture while you're making the exposure so she did that and then uh, she says oh it's too much light okay I'm gonna go behind them so we ended up with a really great picture and it was kind of a collaboration of of minds yeah I hope the audio is fine because we have a group of people behind us doing some it's like the Irish dances <laughs> or something <laughs> you know, this, is, this is the carnival it's a bit crazy and we're in the middle of some Marcus Square things happen things happen right um, but specific locations maybe in Venice or experiences you had aside from the food uh, and aside from a bird pooping on my head the bird pooping on your head <laughs> uh, um, I'm uh, Daniel, my partner with the tours, knows I am not a very early morning person, but getting up for the sunrise and coming to the square, uh, I think that's probably one of my favorite moments. Um, also visiting the puppet maker that oh, yeah. you organized. We visited a man who makes the marionettes. He's been doing that for 30 years, I think he said. Um, definitely a dying art, and that was really, really interesting to meet him and see his passion um, in a in a house in Venice that's like 300 years old. Um, really yeah. interesting. Yeah, the man is... Uh, I always bring my people to, to that place because he has so much passion in the work that he does. So if you if you want to come to Venice and visit his, his workshop where he creates those creations, those puppets... He made a puppet of uh, Captain Jack Sparrow for Johnny Depp. For Johnny Depp, yeah. <laughs> he has some interesting clients too. Right? Indeed. Um... So do you think you will come back to Venice eventually? I would like to, yeah. I think I'd like to experience it without Carnival as well. You know, not so many people and see some of the back streets. Um, like today, I'm just going to meet a friend um, and we'll have lunch and wander a little bit. She lives in Italy, so I'm interested to see it from her perspective as well. Uh, I love to travel and I love to see all different things. And Venice is very different than, say, Rome. Right, the city has a very different vibe, and um, I'm staying at a Airbnb now, and the the ladies are very nice, very friendly, nice family. Um, I recommend if you've never been to Venice, just come. Yeah, and don't be scared by the crowds. I know Venice can be crowded, especially for the carnival. Right now, we're in San Marco Square, and it's seven in the morning, like seven thirty. <laughs> They're setting up fences and corridors for people to to herd people into the square and avoid uh, people being trampled because there's going to be uh, I think they are on, in the square this, uh, today they are going final to do a, a final uh, beaut- most beautiful mass contest and those kind of things and they expect a lot of people but Venice is interesting uh, a friend of mine says that I don't know how many million tourists come each year to Venice and, but like 99% of them they come to San Marco, they come to the Bridge of Side, the Rialto Bridge, and that's it. Even when it's in San Marco Square, is incredibly crowded. You walk a few hundred meters to one of those side streets, and it's incredibly quiet. Mm-hmm. There are some neighborhoods where 
we, we went the other day, we went to the puppet maker, we were in this neighborhood, we didn't see a single masked person. No. Right? So Venice is still a living city, despite the fact that it's, there are tourists, there are cruise ships going by, there's uh, uh, lots of things happening, there are beautiful museums, so it attracts a lot of people, but it still has many, many corners that are... Like the old Venice, very quiet, very quaint. We even had reggae dancing the other night. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> we have reggae dancing in the square at night sometimes. It's just, this bar was, very uh, good ice cream, of course. Of course. You, seem of course. Very, you seem very uh, enthusiastic about the food. <laughs> <laughs> I like food. Everywhere I travel, I like to have the local food, have something that is typical of this city or this country. Um, I, I'm, not, I'm not here to go to Burger King. Right. No, no. There is McDonald's here, but I just avoided. No, thank just you. Avoided. No, thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, it was great to have you here, and thanks for this interview. Um, we're not just going. I think we're going to go to a place nearby where there's going to be a group of masked people that are doing a, a walk, a kind of a parade across the city. So we might be following them for a while. So I hope you'll excuse us if we have to go. Uh, it was great to to have you here again in Venice. Let me repeat this, and I hope we can repeat this experience. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me, Hugo. It's been fantastic. As we're sitting here, there's like a photo shoot going on there. There's something over there. It's a, you can find anything you want to photograph here in Venice from, like you said, the very quiet side canals and side streets, which I did the first night that I was here, or you know the main square and the main tourist attractions. But it's a beautiful city. People, I've heard lots of things about Venice. You know, some people say, "Oh, it's uh, it's dirty, it's too touristy, it's it's this, it's that." Uh, but I found that there's all kinds of little side pockets and um, pieces of Venice that there's lots of history. And just looking at the building and and imagining what it was like and its its glory, I I love it. I will come back. All right. So that's all for today. Now let's get out and shoot. Because it's freezing. <laughs> <laughs>